Episode 32, Time to Cut Our Mosses. Welcome to the Adventures in Lollygagging podcast. I think this is episode 32, and we just had uh, had some cheesecake. I had two pieces. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. <laughs> time to die over here. Yeah. It's interesting <laughs> that Longley never brings anything to share, and but uh, eats more than everybody else. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Right, have you been checked for a tapeworm? No, I haven't, actually. I have never seen anyone eat as much as Longley. Longley is in very good shape, by the way. He's just, I don't understand. He just, like, can, he just inhales food. It's, I, I, I just put it away. I don't know. You just put it, you just put it away. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird phrase. <laughs> you put it away? Like back in its cabinets? Sure. We established because he doesn't sleep. Yeah. He just eats. He's just constantly. Yeah. He's constantly eating that injury. Yeah. 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 There was once upon a time where he was like a cook for like a month or two. I know. Those are good times. Oh, yeah. It's kind of hard now since I live so far away now. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so cake, I've been having a lot of cake lately. Uh, do we have favorite cakes? I don't know why I'm talking about this, but it's a banter. I feel obligated. Red velvet cake. Oh, okay. We have some of that in the refrigerator actually. Red velvet cake is the best. What about you long? I don't think I have a favorite cake. Just cake. Whatever's in front of you at yeah. the time. I know, I know what your favorite. Spare uh, tire. What your favorite frozen treat is. Oh, oh, that like yeah, sour yeah. frozen yogurt yeah, crap frozen you yogurt. made us eat that one time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so weird. This is one of those things where I kept eating it for a while. I'm like, this is, I think this is bad. Let me try again. Yeah, I think so. Oh, it was frozen yogurt. That's oh, what he okay. says it was. I'm not sure that it was. In a, in a bag. It was like yeah. in, there were no like labels in a, or anything. It was like in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> it's like something you get off the street. Hey, you want some yogurt? And he yeah. pulls open his coat or something. I don't know what it is, man. But... Anyway, uh, so we're in a little bit of a pickle uh, to switch to a different type of food. Uh, but uh, you guys have split the party, have done the classic. Oh, good. The classic bun- blunder. Uh, what is it? Like, you're never supposed to get into like some sort of. Hang on. Never go into a. God damn it. What's the Prince's Bride line? <laughs> Let's never get into a land war in Asia. That's one of them. Never get in something with a Sicilian when death is on the line. I know exactly. Like, I can see it in my brain. Like, I can't I, remember. There's like one word I'm missing and it's driving me nuts. Wallace Sean, Cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are in a bit of a pickle because uh, you split the party. We had a little chase sequence as it was revealed that Keon, uh, Hubert's old mentor, trainer, friend, uh, had somehow been involved with the powers or entity that was uh, stealing stuff from the mine, stealing all those resources. Did you find it, Ashley? You find yes, the line? What's the line? Never get involved in a land war with a- in Asia, but only slightly less well-known is this. Never go against a Sicilian when death is on the line. Just go against? That's all I was forgetting? Yeah, oh, idiot. Whatever. that was it. So speaking of idiots, uh, yeah, you guys you guys chased after Keon. <laughs> you guys chased after Keon. Uh, throughout the course of the day and into the night, deep into the night, as the snow uh, was beginning to get heavier. Uh, remember that you all guys are kind of on a ticking clock because you know that when the first heavy snows fall, something's going to happen, like a signal that's going to be unmistakable. And you guys chased after Keon. He was trying to get to a river called the Shardwater Water Run. And if you could get across it, he can get into unexplored territory like in, and get lost is sort of what looks like he was trying to do. And along the way, Lavinia got tired. 
I was so close, like the whole time. You were really close. And then uh, you just, the toughness test just didn't go your way. Like a hero, a bear uh, swooped out of the darkness. I'm going to cut him open like a tauntaun and just crawl in. (laughs) Of course. Or me. (laughs) (laughs) And, And so the two of you are your own little separate party. And then we have the other party, which was uh, who we got. We got Sophia, we've got Erwin, and we've got Hubert who were chasing down Keon. And I think it was Sophia who crit succeeded on the last round of the mm-hmm. chase, meaning I couldn't resist it, which sucked because I still had uh, I still had misfortune points to reroll stuff. Still had three. It's I did very common thing with her. Yeah. Last, last second clutch. It's funny. I was I was editing that episode uh, today, and like one of the lines I said to her was like, "Oh man, I I just I just really hate you. I just <laughs> which is bad because I'm married to her, but that won't be for very long. Now, what? <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna have a little episode where we're, we're sort of split. We're gonna go back and forth a little bit, scene here for one and scene there for the other. Uh, so we're gonna start down by the river uh, immediately after the events uh, where Zofia managed to kind of side swipe Keon uh, as he was going towards the river and and he sort of fell in uh, to that cold water, uh, which isn't going to be good for him. And he he crawled out and he tried to run along the shore, but that's when Rodina stopped him. Rodina being that mean, black-haired, raven-eyed woman, and stabbed him. And he he fell to the ground. And she said that you're going to need to find some sort of shelter for the night. Now it was very dark at night uh, because there's also snowing and the wind is kicking up. There's very little light, uh, so we're going to be doing like a modified wilderness travel thing going on since we're not going very far but we're still gonna do you all do you all remember how that works yeah we have like three rolls and we have to like scout yeah stuff like that yeah so basically you guys are it's super dark uh rodina will fetch out a lantern uh she's kind of carrying with her so you have some light as she starts to bind uh, the arms that around the wrists of of keon and he is cussing left and right and he's calling out at you hubert and saying things along the lines like silly mate stab me raw in the gullet and you can see that and it's you can see that he's got this huge red welt that's beginning to grow he's coughing every so often he doesn't doesn't look quite good and as he talks and complains you see her just reach down and just backhand him across the face um you all looking around, there's very little vegetation, lots of snow. You can see shards of ice in the water itself as it's slowly going by. It's not a particularly heavy, uh, heavy current. Uh, but you know that you all are about a day at this point away from the mines. Uh, and it is probably midnight-ish, give or take. You have to make it through the night. So you have a couple choices. Uh, remember that uh, the wilderness is... The wilderness encounter requires a few things. Requires navigation, survival, and stealth tests, depending upon what role you want to take. Uh, so the guide, the survivalist, or the scout. Uh, you do have Rodina with you, and so Rodina can either serve. She can serve on one of those if you'd like. She can do the navigation if you want her to be the one to try to to find the way back, or she, because she's very good stealth, uh, she's willing to kind of scout ahead. Uh, but that would then require you all to be the ones who are responsible uh, for securing the prisoner. 
But the first thing she says to you is like, let's find a safe place away from the away from the wind. Start a fire. We're all freeze to death tonight. Who would like to do what? Sophia has a skill rank in navigation, and she also has azimuth. All right, so you can go ahead and you can serve the navigation role if you like, or the the guide role. Um, who would like to try to find a place within close proximity of the river that might be out of this heavy wind, some sort of shelter, an overhang, a patch of trees, an embankment that you can at least lean against something? Who would like to do that? That's the survival, right? Yes. I don't have rank, but I can do that. Okay. All right. So then uh, does that leave Hubert to do the scouting? Yeah, I'll round it out with scouting. Okay. She can do that with you, and you'll be able to do that with an assist. All right. So we'll go ahead and start off just by doing our getting this out of the way, getting our rolls out of the way. Now, it is rocky terrain. Uh, The entire way here has been hilly and rocky as you're going through the foothills uh, of the Felrock Mountains, there's been scattered trees, some isolated and lonely by themselves, others small little groupings. Uh, it is not easy terrain. Occasional flat land, but mostly it's been un, you know undulating here and there. Uh, and when you count the weather on top of it, that's making this even more difficult. So your roll tests are going to be at hard. So we'll start with navigation. So the guide. Fail. Okay. Don't forget that we have replenished the fortune points. If you want to use them. Sure. Okay. Pass. Okay. Uh, and then the survivalist. You want to go ahead there, Erwin? Sorry, I failed. What? You failed? I failed. I forgot it was hard. Okay. All right. Is That's that a- taking into account your azimuth? Uh, Azimuth, adds, I think it's just you know true north. It adds plus twenty base t- chance to nav test. There you go. So that cancels oh, so you it pass. out. So yeah, do I yeah. Do okay, okay, so you pass. Good catch. Thank you. Yep, I have it. I failed. Okay. Do you want to reuse any of them? Yeah, I okay. use one. Use them early. Nice. Yep. So I can get those for combat when the bear comes swooping in, and I don't mean your friend. Yeah. No, I failed again. So. Okay. And then you can go ahead and with an assist. Roll that stealth test there, Hubert. Still, still treat it like hard difficulty, and you can roll two. Ah, uh, it's a fail. All right. Did you want to use one too? No, it's okay. Cool. Let's make it hard so I can just like stockpile the misfortunes early on. Okay. So after Rodina says that you need to find a place, you see Irwin kind of take his his horse. Remember, you guys all are on horses, and starts scouting along the embankment. Uh, kind of the, the ridge line above the river, looking for some something that might work. Uh, and it's at least a half an hour before you find anything that would be suitable. Every place you go is either rocky and undulating. There's no way that you could sit comfortably, or it's too wide open and you're just getting hit with major winds. But eventually, as you, you travel a little bit further westward, you do find... Of a small copse of trees with a high embankment that you can stick against, and so that you can at least cut the wind. The snow is coming down fairly heavily at this point, and so your your available visibility is pretty small. Everyone's kind of sticking close. You see Rodina uh, with hopefully a help from one of you, kind of lists and 
throws Keon over the side of a, of a horse, stomach down, and you can hear him just grimacing in pain because that's where his wound is, like right in the torso where she stabbed him. She just leaves him up there and like leads the, uh, leads the horse, and she follows on foot, trying to get as close to Erwin to hold up that lantern and help. But eventually you find a place to camp down, set up your, your campfire, and, uh, and settle in. Now, as you're easing for the night, you can hear that Keon is, is just making all sorts of noises. And he's just, he's spitting up blood. And he keeps talking about how he's dying. So, mate, this is it, mate. They're taking me out, you fucking traitor. And he's shouting at you, Hubert. I'll give you a fucking chance. I did everything for you, and this is how you repay me. You align yourselves with them. Spits at you. A little bit of saliva and blood just kind of scatters on the ground. Uh, and then he looks over in the direction of Rodina, and he's like, You sprang back any memories, sweetheart? Winter, snows coming in, storms circling everybody, dissenter found in the wilderness. I wonder why you don't just do to me what you all did to them. And like Rodina kind of looks a little cockeyed at him when he says it. And he's like, yeah, I know. They don't. But I'll do. And then she just trudges up to them. Cold cocks him right across the face. And you see blood just spatter from his mouth. That is enough out of you. And she turns to everybody. I suggest that we all get some rest. Keep an eye out. I'll take the first watch. And you see her trudge off into the darkness uh, a few feet from you to the point where you can't see her anymore uh, leaving her lantern with her and so she just goes out there by herself you guys doing anything or are you just gonna, gonna settle in we participate in a watch rotation if you like she's yeah. she's going out and she'll likely come back and wake somebody at a certain point yeah just participate in the watch okay pretty, has anyone seen pretty tiring riding the horse all day has anyone seen Bear or Lavinia Went there with you. Uh, we kind of got separated, looking everywhere. I'm not sure where they ended up, to be honest. Hopefully, so. they're both together, so that would be good. No, they're not. Uh, so, not only are they missing, it's been several hours since you saw them, uh, but you do recall that there were several wardens who came and made the chase with you. Uh, one of those was Inga Inga Faulkner, who is sort of like the head. Uh, the supervisor was like set up shift schedules at the mine and a few other people that you were never introduced to. You don't see any sign of them either. And it's been a couple hours since you've seen anybody. It's really just the three of you, Rodina and, and Keon. Hubert, uh, Keon, as he's, he's just sitting there, I'm just gonna, they're just going to let me bleed out right here, are they? Just going to let me bleed out. Yeah, that makes sense. Where's Rodina around? She left the camp to say that she's just going to start kind of doing a scout and watch. Uh, I don't know healing, so I don't know how well like I can deduce his injury. Probably That's not. Thing. Right. Okay. Sophia would pull Hubert aside. Yeah, go run to your new little friends. <laughs> so I, I know we don't know each other very well, um, but our, our goal would be to kind of bring him back so that the wardens could interrogate him. But I don't know that he's going to last. Do you think he would talk to you? I mean, I know you kind of betrayed him, but 
it might be worth trying to get some information out of him. I think he's told me everything he knows already. It's up to what he wants to tell the wardens. No, my guess would be he may not make it through the night. Thought it was worth a shot. He clearly is not going to tell me anything, but maybe he may give up some conspirators or something, you know, deathbed confession and all that stuff. I'll see how his injuries are. Oh, maybe I can tend to them. So I'll go up to Keon and maybe see how bad it is. Big heal him or something. Okay. Um, is anyone helping him or are you just doing this by yourself? It's foot to fail and you have to have a skill rank to help and heal, right? Yeah. So none of us. She's, Lavinia's the one with heal. All right. So I leave the healing. Are the two you just going to rest or something then? Yeah, if we're not allowed to help, then. Okay. Everyone, everyone same thing. Yeah. Okay. So, if you're looking to make a heal test, uh, then it's going to be flip the fail. You need a bandage. You start with them, so yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not everyone does, but I think you should have. Yeah. I think isn't either like or it's laudanum or bandages, or can you pick? So one? laudanum can shoot you up the uh, the track at the at the you, you take corruption, but you can go up the track. Yeah. It's like an immediate immediate shoot up. It doesn't stop bleeding, though. It does not stop bleeding. You need bandages to stop bleeding. All right, that's something I don't have. So you don't have any I bandages? I don't bandages. Okay. We bought stuff while we were in town together. Did we? I know Bear asked about it, because he bought some stuff before he left. I have two bandages. But I don't know if anybody else did. I'll see I don't have bandages, so I'll ask before you go to bed. Sophia or Erwin, I need some bandages to patch this man up. Do you have any or spare one? I suppose if this helps keep him alive through the night, then I guess you can have one of the two that I have. Thank you. Okay. You go ahead and make sure you stem the bleeding. Don't worry, that doesn't require any specific okay. playing fast and loose with like the timing rules, but that's fine. But if you were trying to heal him, like get him to move up the damage condition track, that would require a heal test or it would require laudanum, but the, the bandages themselves can kind of stem that bleeding. As you're doing that, he uh, kind of pulls you in close. Sorry, mate. I just had to make sure they didn't. Uh, they didn't think you had anything to do with it. Just go along with it. You got, you got like a, a knife or something, something to free me. It's not as bad as it looks, actually. Sorry, I'm not one to carry little weapons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I've got friends. They're up there. Oh, I'll set a signal out a few hours back. I can find us at some point. If they do, stay close to me and I'll make sure everything's all right. If you've got any love for these two, yeah, you better... Well, he just sort of trails off as he thinks about that. He doesn't really care. So see if you can find like a like a sharp rock or something. Or if, if they fall asleep, just pull that big blade of yours out and... Uh, Go ahead and free me. And he's like leaning forward and showing you the back. But he definitely seems in better condition than he was letting on. It's just you? How many? Who else? There's many more, mate. Many more. I don't know how many they sent, but they'll come for me. Guaranteed. Tonight or? I don't know. He kind of looks up at the weather, which is considerable. Might be the night, might be the morning, 
Not sure, but they'll be here. I've got ways of traveling that they don't know about. It's not looking good, mate. Oh, it's just got them right where I want them. Right where I want them. And he kind of grins and he's got blood between his teeth. Just looks kind of bad. It's okay. It's all right. Okay, I'll just let him be for now. Some people play checkers, others play chess. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a cards guy. That's true. It's true. I like dice personally, but all right. But uh, just play a role. Just play the role. We'll be fine. We're fine. And as he's saying that, go ahead and roll an awareness test. Uh, go ahead and roll a standard swing. It's pass. You, uh, you see as his smile, as the one smile fades and he tries to reassure you, it looks like he's about to lay back down. Like you see his eyes suddenly go wide and he looks westward and upward and he starts to squint and then he grins a little bit and he says, I think they got my signal. As you turn to look, uh, far up like cutting through the the swirling winds which is very difficult periodically you see these little little blips of like green light somewhere off to the west like high up in the mountains it's little blips like they show up and then like the wind comes by and you can't see it and then the wind dies down briefly then it shows again that kind of thing it's just a matter of time okay uh, I'll move away and I'll have contact these two and let them know uh, okay. something's going down. They're not asleep already. So you just go like shake them, wake them up. What do you say to them? Uh, Aaron, I know it's sudden and the second time I've woken you up, but <laughs> this time it's serious. What, what's going on? Uh, you know, the insurgents forces. Yeah. They're coming for Keon and they know he's here. How do they know he's here? We're in the middle of, of like, a winter storm. He sent out a signal of sorts, and they responded. Don't you think we should tell Radina? Yes, if you could find her when she comes back, but I'm letting you know, and as well Sophia. I guess we should be more on watch and not rest yet than if they're coming. Where were they coming from? Did you know? He said something about the hills. That's yeah, high up in the mountains, you saw some flickering light. Is almost impossible to see like steadily. It would come every 30 seconds or so, it would flicker and then it would go away. It's like seeing a star on a cloudy night. It's, yeah, it's no idea when or where, but he's certain they're coming. We should be very diligent and uh, be watchful from every direction, even from uh, above like this. We're like behind an embankment. Mm-hmm. They could like come from above us, even. Yeah, you basically have hunkered down. And your backs are against that embankment and you've managed to like set the horses up in such a way and throw up some basic canvas that might have been in the saddlebags, that kind of stuff, to try to break some of the wind that's coming in your direction. Make sure to wake Sophia up and help have her help keep track of what's going on. Okay. okay. So you guys aren't going to rest then? You're going to stay on watch? If he says that there are people coming, yeah. Look okay. for Rodina. Okay. All right. So then we're going to go ahead and uh, switch over and uh, join old Bear and Lavina, who are in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. This is the east side 
the Fell Rock Mountains. It's not really Lavinia's uh, backyard. You're more of a West Sider. Uh, and you find yourselves at night foreign territory. Trees, rocks, mountains, hills, every direction, small burrows, bushes and hedgerows here and there that have shedded their leaves for the the winter. Lavinia, you are clinging to the horse at this point uh, with, you know, with, with every ounce of strength just exhausted completely, completely down your peril track. Bear, you're doing a little bit better, but Maybe you've you've you're kind of grabbing the reins of hers and trying to keep sure that both of the horses are staying steady. But when you were doing the chase, like there were a lot of uphill runs and then downhill runs and flat runs, and it's just constantly shifting. So it's even worse now because it's been snowing all day and there's snow covering the ground. It's still snowing, heavy flurry, wind is outrageous, and you know for certain that you all need to find somewhere to shelter down for the night. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead, since she'll, she automatically fails everything, why don't you go ahead and roll a survival check? It's hard. Uh, fail. Okay. So the two of you uh, continue to wander, trying to find any place, and you're just you're at like the, the crest of this rocky hill, and you just can't find anywhere up here. And it's a good 40 minutes before you settle into this this small little gulch that at least the wind's not hitting you, uh, but it's it's not the not the most secure location. Um, but you manage to find a way, and you break off some uh, some of those bushes that you came past, those little dry bushes, to create some kind of fire mm. and set the two of you down. As you're sitting there, Lavinia, you're just pretty much conked out at this mm. point. It's like drifting off here and there. Go ahead and roll an awareness test if you want, there, Bear. Yeah. Uh, pass. Okay. As you're listening and looking and like kind of sniffing this strange scent on the wind, it's kind of peculiar, like a something fetid, rotten, just every now and then like swoops in. And the coldness of the air is making your nostrils even more sensitive. And so mm. that smell just kind of kicks in. And it just seems to be all around you. And in between the heavy snows, you hear like a, a crunching of snow as if there's something nearby, near enough that you can hear it. And after an hour, you look over, you see Lavinia is like just snoring away, leaning up against you. That crunching returns. And you see the smell it. smell too? Or? The smell, no. Oh. But you see a silhouette of a figure you know, starting to appear and emerge uh, from out of the snow. Stand up. Okay. You got that little fire going. And you hear a woman's voice call out. And it's this muffled sound. It's really hard to hear. Uh, and it's kind of, kind of strange. Almost as if they have... Uh, have some sort of sort of problem like they're like a like a messed up tooth or something like that that might be interfering with pronunciation but you hear who's there i'm just holding out 
Marty, is it you? No, Marty's not here. Who, who, who are you? And the silhouette steps forward even further to the point where you can actually start to see clothes are covered in snow, absolutely covered. And you see a, a, a figure, not very tall, five foot five or so, something like that, and covered in all sorts of furs. And the head is just sort of wrapped around with this sort of like bizarre like mask, almost like a mummy's mask in a way, just like wrapped and wrapped and wrapped. You're not Marty. That's what I said, not Marty. <laughs> what are you doing out here? It's freezing. I'm looking for a friend. You're not it. Sorry, uh, sorry to disappoint you. Uh, you really be a, out? F- a fire. I see. It is, yeah. Be a good lad and let an old woman come sit by it. Uh, you got any spare lumber? I don't think it's going to last through the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. You want something from me? I could find something, certainly. And you see her disappear it. back into the snow. She comes back ten minutes later. You see her carrying like a bundle of snow-covered frosted twigs. Oh, this suit you. She just drops them at your feet. How long did that take her? About ten minutes or so. In that time, if you wanted to wake up Lavinia, you're welcome to. But Lavinia is technically still incapacitated. So she gets six hours of sleep. Uh, she can still be conscious. Fine. She just can't pass a skill. Like, incapacitated does not mean unconscious. It just means she's so exhausted that she's not going to be able to do it. She's not going to be very useful. Gotcha. Uh, I'll let her let her sleep. So Let's tend to the horses in the... And so she comes back. She drops these bundle of twigs and stuff that will probably last a good couple, maybe two more hours, three more hours to the fire, which is burning quickly. That is more than I was expecting. Thank you. What was your name? You said you were looking for Marty, but what's your name? You can call me Luna. That sounds good. What is yours? Luna? Una. Oh, Una. Yeah. You can call me Bear. Oh. Yeah. She kind of looks you up and down. It's suitable. And this is Lavinia. She, uh, oh. she's a little sick right now. We just got to rest. And you can see that, like, the mask that she's wearing is discolored. You can see it's frozen in some places, like, as if there was a moisture on it in areas. Like discolored, and you can see little icicles beginning to form underneath wherever that moisture was. You can see that her skin is entirely wrapped. Like she's got the furs on, but then her hand is like this wrapped up canvas. She's got this long staff that is as tall as you that she's like using to walk. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't seem to be hunched over or anything like that, but she she seems she's ambling in, in kind of a like a laborious way like she's not it's not easy for her to move as as easy as it would be a strapping 24 year old man as yourself may i and she uh, yeah flops but, down uh, i want to dry out your wrappings they're like all frozen yeah fine 
Thank you. How long have you been looking for Marty? <laughs> he wanted out of the of our home. No. Two days, perhaps. Where is your home? I didn't see anything. It's over by... By the fort. Is that the abandoned one? It's not entirely abandoned. It's not at its peak capacity. There are some of us who still call it home. And you can't really see any aspect of her face. Like her eyes are kind of shaded a bit by the wrappings and like you can occasionally see a mouth kind of move underneath like, but you can't see the lips or anything. It's kind of covered. That's why everything's just very muffled. You mind if I take a look at your, uh, your little stick staff there? I was thinking about getting into some woodworking and making my own. No, you yeah. Good with your hands. <laughs> I sure am. I've had a lot of practice. It <laughs> was a joke, little one. Or big one. Apologies. And so she sizes you up for a moment, and she looks at your bandaged hand. It's just a stick, but yeah. And so she hands it over. It's like pretty sturdy. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. No, it's I solid. know like what kind of wood it is. Uh, go ahead and make a tradecraft test. Is it like a magical? Uh, standard's fine. Pass. Uh, it's definitely not uh, ironwood. It's just some sort of oak. Just like a regular walking cane? Not yeah. for, like, beating people up with? Uh, I mean, there's some discoloration on it. It definitely looks like she's used this for other things. Like, you can see that it's it's older. It's really sturdy. It's got some scratches and some carvings and stuff in it, and there's what you would imagine are maybe blood stains or mud stains or something. It's hard to tell because it's just brown stains, and yeah. you don't really know what that is. I'll hand it back to her. Looks like it's seen a lot of use. Yeah. I usually travel with that. It's how lady gets around. Normally, I don't like to travel, but Marty needs to return. It's Marty up person right it's a bizarre question it's not like a pet animal that right now no it is not as a pet animal say it maybe <laughs> very perceptive aren't you so what's you doing out here uh we were staying at the camp by the mine and mm. we we're in a group on horseback, and we got separated. So ah. we're trying to hold out till uh, snow settles down. That's very unfortunate for your group to get separated. All Not us. sorts of dangers in these hills. I think we were the ones that got separated, though. How unfortunate for you. We'll be all right, though. Oh. Uh. I certainly hope so. Appreciate the positive outlook. Do you have anything to eat, perhaps? Uh, yeah, I was about to crack those open. Just some basic rations. I Bread and such. brought some firewood. 
I feel that perhaps a bit of recompense might be in order. Yeah, of course. Got plenty to go around. What do you what do you get? Or just some sort of like dried meats and stuff or whatever you got? Yeah. Okay. Just whatever I got. So you see her, she takes like this let's call it jerky for the sake of ease. She breaks it in half. And you can see her lift with one hand one of the wrappings, the layout of wrappings, and it gnaws on it a bit. And then you see her reach into her bag and you see her pull something out. This dark canvas kind of wrapping over it you see her unwrap it and it's a skull and she just starts to feed it yeah yeah Cindy make sure you eat as well and you can see that it's got like kind of like hair sticking out of it still uh what is that oh this is Cinder yes is that like uh, Mike you're looking for? Who was it, Mikey? Marty. Now, Cinder can't get anywhere on her own. I see that. Now, um, yes. I have to do all the walking for both of us. Marty, on the other too hand, kind. Marty is just so quick to run away. So quick. He has a very ornery way about him, too. It's better I ran into you than Marty did. Yes. What does he uh, look like so I can uh, let you know? He looks a bit like you, love. Huh? He looks a bit like you. So two eyes and a nose mm-hmm. and a mouth? Well, I've never been one for arithmetic. Share and share alike, I say. And so you see her reach back into her bag, and she pulls out some something, and she says, here, maybe a bit of vegetables for our little meal here. And so she, it's just like some weird, dirty moss that she just hands over to you. Appreciate yes. the thought, but uh, I'm good with what I got here. Uh... Denying an old woman. Nah. If I was going to deny you, I would have uh, sent you elsewhere. Yeah. I suppose. You did, uh, you did more than enough for us, and I appreciate that. What's your old little friend? Yeah, I like it, perhaps. No. Maybe she's a <laughs> vegetarian. Well, you can ask her. She, I guess if I woke you up so you can eat. Well, if you don't mind, I think Sindar and I are just going to cozy up here for a little while until dawn. Is that okay, love? Uh, yeah, you need a extra blanket for Sunday? She looks at you, kind of peers, cocks her head to the side as if trying to scrutinize your intentions, and then she starts to chuckle like a cackle. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, very good, very good. All right, I'll uh, tend to the fire so you don't get too chilly. And then you see her just lean back against a rock, and you think she closes her eyes. It's hard to tell. And 
after a few moments, you can see her chest, her breath begin to kind of regulate. Okay. I'm going to take out my eggs. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to give you some veggies, man. Okay. Just tend to the horses and... Uh, yeah, I ain't, I ain't sleep. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Just keep tending to the fire. Just keep it going. We're going to shift over. Back to the river. <laughs> okay. Did I have like so many creepy old ladies everywhere in this territory? It's like my favorite thing to play. <laughs> God. Can't find Marty. I'll find him soon. I really wanted you to ask, like, does he have legs? <laughs> uh, we're switching over and morning has come. The snow has stopped, but despite the fact that overhead it is relatively bright blue-gray sky, you can look off to the east and you can see that clouds, uh, heavy, dark, looming clouds are kind of slowly rolling in. You get the sense that this is just a, a minor and brief reprieve and that sometime later in the day, uh, the likelihood of, of storm is, is certainly going to happen. Now, since none of you are sleeping, none of you get to recover any of your peril. And in addition to that, I need you all to make a toughness test at hard. Fail. Fail. I rolled a 100. <gasps> That's a crit fail, sir. Yep. I think that means you're dead. Oh, I forgot to mention, though, uh, since you all have horses, you get to roll with an assist die. That's not going to help you, though, unfortunately. No. Okay. But the other two failed. Definitely roll your assist die. I pass this die. Okay. Still fail. You take 13 points of physical peril, Sophia. And then for the crit fail, sir, you take 17 points of physical peril. As even though the snow has died down, the wind hasn't. And you spent all night kind of staring in a very paranoid way out into the darkness periodically you would hear noises sounds of distant howls or birds Rotina came back at one point and was a little alarmed to see all of you still awake did you tell her what was going down yes okay and so she reiterated the need to rest and she very easily laid down and slept and uh, go ahead and roll for her. See how she did. Yep, she's good. Okay. Morning comes. And you passed your navigation test? Yes, I did. All right. Thanks to my asthma. Cool. Uh, and the four of you then, with Keon in tow, begin traveling. At this point, uh, the... Lack of flurry is helpful, but the winds are still kicking up, so you're still feeling significant cold. Uh, you can see that Rodina uh, asked Hubert to help pick Keon up and throw him over again onto the horse. Uh, and Keon's just kind of cackling the whole way, just like, <laughs> they're coming soon. Look at him, all three of them up all night. <laughs> I'll tell you what, when they come here, I'll make sure they take out this one first. And he points over at Rodina. They're gonna there's gonna be a lawn 
for all the people that want to get a swing in on you too, Redina. You and your governor's little twats, every one of you. As you guys begin your travel, Zofia, you do a decent job of figuring out the best paths to take uh, and which way to go. But after about an hour's worth of travel, you come to a clearing and uh, you can see that there is a figure uh, laying down uh, in the ground, this big lump of a figure covered in snow uh, that definitely looks different than rock or tree stump or anything. And you look from a distance and you realize it's a horse. I'll run over and investigate it. Okay. You go up and this horse is not breathing very clearly. Uh, and when you when you see the horse, you can see that uh, there's a couple wounds. Um, the most notable is that there's a there's a wound through its head, uh, likely what killed it. And you can see that saddle and a couple other uh, a couple other little bits and pieces of equipment are still scattered about. You sweep some of the snow off of them, and. It definitely looks like one of the horses that were part of the party of wardens that were traveling with you. You hear as you're as you're kind of looking uh, a kind of a whinnying of another horse nearby, but you can't. You look back and you look at your own, and you realize it's, it's not one of them, but it's something in the distance, like something within a hundred yards. You can hear like a, a panicked whinnying going on. Can I try and figure out like which direction it's coming from? Go ahead and roll an eavesdrop test. Standard. The wind is still kicking up and it's kind of loud, but you can give it a try. It's a pass. Yes, it's coming off to the west. I'm going to say, I think it's coming from this way and go over towards there. And you can see that Rodina has already taken one of her blades out and she has it kind of ready at the hand and she's leading the horses slowly forward uh, with... uh, with one hand still on the reins. And she says, careful now, there are other dangers here besides this one's idiotic friends. And when you when you close in, you can see that the horse has gotten its hind legs kind of caught uh, in some sort of small cropping of rock. And when you get over, you can see that it's as if something kind of fell on it. And you kind of look up and you realize there's a, looks to have been some sort of rope strung in a way. And when you look down, you can see it's like a, a log. And it's like it sprung some kind of trap in a way. I assume that the leg's broken. It's hard to tell, uh, but if you would like, you can roll a handle animal or a medicine. Make it easy. So I guess I'll do the, the heel flip to fell. That's a pass, actually. Right. Uh, definitely looks like there is a fracture on one of its legs. Do I know that you're supposed to, like, you can't, re- horses don't heal very well from? Yeah, that's fairly common knowledge. Yeah. I guess uh, I'll take out my weapon and uh, put the horse out of its misery. Okay. Which weapon? The the spear, the spear. Yeah, because I don't I don't have. You want to get reach? That makes sense. Yeah, stay away in case it rises. 
Okay. Uh, all right. So you go ahead and you take a good jab at its throat, and it goes down. It's not the cleanest of cleanest of hits. Kind of flails around, and eventually comes to uh, comes to a stop, and it just collapses. Radina looks at you. You get this like kind of slight nod of approval. Yeah, very, very, very slight. When you look at the horse, though, you realize again it is another one of the horses that were with your party. If you recall, you had about five other people that were with you, not counting your own party. Inga and maybe like four wardens, give or take, something like that. So it's two now that you have found horseless. That's not very good that we found two people that missed their horse. Let's keep looking around. Maybe they're nearby. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll an awareness test. You can uh-huh. do it too. Okay. Go ahead and roll them as standard. Light out. It's not snowing anymore. Mm, Phil. Pass. So the two of you kind of spread out a little bit, but probably keep within eyesight of each other to some degree. Um, But Zofia, you find traveling a little further west, uh, you find a cloak, uh, like some sort of heavy hooded winter cloak flapping around on a stray tree branch. You see no signs of anything else. Just so you know, you are moving westward and you're trying, and the mine is southward. So I'm going to yell back to Irwin. May have something over here. And I'll take out my, um, my reach weapon and just sort of poke at it. Okay. I mean, it really is just a cloak. Like, is it hanging in a way that, like, somebody put it there or, like, somebody was running and it got, like, you know, kind of ripped off of them or something? Uh, you can make a. You can make a challenging scrutinized test to see if you can discern anything more specific than that. Crit fail. Okay. Uh, I mean, as you're using your your spear to kind of poke at the branch a little bit, you you poke it a little too hard, and the branch collapses, falling on top of you. Yeah. Uh, take six points of physical peril from the falling of the snow and the kind of slight scraping, uh, but the cloak comes flopping down as well. But yeah, looking around, you, you, you can't, yeah, you, you can't tell. It's hard to tell. And now that it's fallen, it's even harder to tell. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the branch was, you know, five feet off the ground. So. It could have it could have fallen off somewhere else, and then the wind just took it. It's certainly possible. You said you found something. So now at this point, I'm <laughs> trying to dig through the yeah, fallen you're... snow to pick the cloak up. Sure. And now show him. And. Erwin, when you look at it, it looks familiar. Uh, it definitely looks like the type of thing that you saw some of the people who were riding with you. It, it certainly seems like a pattern. You found two horses. You found a cloak. You haven't found any riders. I'm going to turn around to see if I can um, see Keon. He's on top of the horse with Rodina, but he's like thrown across it sideways with his stomach down. So he's like looking down at the ground. Occasionally he turns and cocks his head and he coughs and laughs. He's still in some pain. You can tell he's in pain, but he's trying to mask it. And he's like, beautiful scenery we got here, right? <laughs> it's just a beautiful day for a stroll. Mm-hmm. Get around, much see the sorts, have you, pirate boy? And looking at your hat. Not particularly, no. No. Oh, we've got 
Got some wonderful views to the southeast. Maybe Hubert will take you there one day if you survive this, of course. I've got nothing against you. I'll tell you what, you just wander off right now and you're not even a part of this. We should hurry up and head back. Oh, it's too late for that, boy. It's too late. Sophia's going <laughs> to kind of look to Rodina for, you know, kind of a, do we keep searching around or do we head back here? Uh, she says, um, we can search as we go. We do have others out here, but we should make haste. We don't want to spend another night out here. Okay, because I don't want it to seem like we're abandoning because these are her colleagues, the other, like, warden, so... My priority would be getting back to camp, but I don't want to mm-hmm. upset her by just kind of dismissing the fact that she's got comrades that are missing. Yeah. And she takes the pommel of her of her sword and she just conks him on the back of the head, and he just yeah, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna cut. Go back over. Morning comes, Lavinia. Go ahead and move up to uh, imperiled. And when you wake up. You notice that there's somebody else in the camp. You see this fur-clothed woman with wraps around her face and arms. She's got the kind of the hat pulled back. That's like this fur hat pulled back a little bit, so you can even see like her whole head is just ra- like mummy wrappings, and you can see that there's all sorts of discoloring on those wrappings. She just kind of like she like sits up because I'm assuming she's just like snuggled up to bear. You are? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought I she thought was. I was like, like, oh, <laughs> no, Lavinia. <laughs> you gotta stay warm, you know? And Lavinia kind of sits up and she like looks at Bear and then she looks at the lady or what she assumes maybe. I, Hello. Well, good morning, sunshine. And you can see that she's just like gutting a rabbit. She likes Wait, big. Where did she get that? <laughs> she went out hunting in the morning. <laughs> She's just kind of gutting it. And she says, uh, Dinner be ready soon. <laughs> I mean, <What>? breakfast. <laughs> Sorry, an old lady gets confused. <laughs> yeah. And she just sort of like is ripping, like ripping the fur off the skin. It's really kind of a gruesome sight. And she has no problem with it. And she's just wiping the blood off on her. She needs a knife for that. Uh, I've got one. She holds it up. There's like a small little skinny knife with her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was like actually just ripping it apart with her hands. This is quite a big one. I'll try to get two because I know there's four mouths to feed, but well, with some of uh, some of your little mystery meats, perhaps, and a little of my special morse, we could have a wonderful little breakfast, don't you think? Special I think we could. Yeah, she's got a, a special spice she puts on her stuff. Yeah. Can I roll like a scrutinize? If if you want some, she'll give you some. Sure. Yeah. Go oh, ahead. I have to hold it to look at it. Yes. I mean, it would make it would make it yeah. easier to determine what it is. It's kind of how looking at things work. Kind of look. look at this guy over here. <laughs> you have like a glove. No, Lavinia just kind of like holds out her skirts and she's like, can I have a little piece? So she just, yeah, she drops a little. Here you go. No standing on ceremony. It won't hurt you. (laughs) You're very sweet. Thank you. Uh, 
I am. Uh, and so you're trying to identify what it is. Yes. Um, let's, I mean, we could do maybe a couple options. You can tell me what you would prefer. Uh, you can do an alchemy test if you like. Yes. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah, just do that. Ugh, did not pass. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's it's routine. So. Yeah, I, I got an 84. And okay. I did a do you want to reroll? Yeah, I'll reroll. She might be trying to kill us. It went all the way over there. I could have killed you in your sleep. You look quite the worst for wear. I didn't. Is that a oh hundred? It's all zeros. It's yeah. a hundred. Uh, That's a crit fail. Crit fail. Yeah, he just looks like moss. Okay. Looks fine. Um, you said, what accent was that? Adventures and lollygagging podcast. <laughs> you said something about having four mouths to feed? Oh, she's got a I'm so sorry. Uh, come here, Cinder. And she holds up this skull. Pleasure to meet this you. Cinder. Cinder. And then she holds it to her ear. And Cinder says good morning. Well, I appreciate that. Have you seen uh, a friend of ours? Marty is his name. Marty. I have not seen Marty, but I have seen Rodri. There's an R in there. Nah. Rodri. Who? You know, my friend. His name uh, is Roderick. Oh. It's, it, this one said his name was Bear. I have lots of friends, and they tend to have very interesting names. Sure. Mine. Well, I give them the names, so I call them whatever I want. But Marty, uh, you haven't seen him, have you? I have not seen him, but... Well, after breakfast, I should uh, redouble my efforts to find him. Do you know if he was heading north or south? Mm, he was heading where the moon takes him. And then, uh... Yeah, In Lavinia, she just starts cooking. <laughs> just kind of nods, and she, like, looks at Bear, and she just gives him the widest eyes... <laughs> She's a nice lady. Cinda is wood. a sweetheart, indeed. Cinda is oh, definitely yes. a sweetheart. I am ruthless and terrible. <laughs> Just oh. kidding, of course. You Just said kidding. your name was? Oh, Una. Una, pleasure to meet you. My name is Lavinia. Uh, yes. And so she grabs your arm okay. as you reach it, and she like pulls you towards her. Uh-huh. And she takes like a really close look at you. She leans in. Her eyes are suddenly wide and kind of like this yellowish white. Uh huh. And she smells awful. She smells as though these clothes are probably haven't been cleaned ever. And uh, they're probably soaked in all manner of fluid, feces, urine, blood. Yeah. And she says, Elvish woman. <laughs> Has she gotten to you yet? She always does. <laughs> she, I, uh, who are you referring to? No, <laughs> you don't know yet, do you? You are so adorable. Is it a little lovely woman with the song? Oh, I don't know. And she just pats you with this disgusting canvas hand. But you know, she especially likes your kind. Especially. 
<laughs> this one, I suppose you could find a use for. But maybe carrying something heavy. But you, yes. And she starts to sniff you. Yes, I can smell the green on you. I have been here Forty-five years, perhaps. How long have you been? It has been about... And she looks at Bear as she's counting. About ten years now. And she hasn't found you yet. How interesting. Have you been by that fort the whole time? Uh, I spent time there. I spent time elsewhere. I was in that uh, black stone prison of theirs. Awful merely trying to get a bite to eat. She does a kind of like silence of the lamb licking in your direction. Uh, anyway, speaking of, of food, I smell the rabbit burning. And she leans down and kind of rotates it on the fire spit. Ten years. You are such a... You must have come here when you were a little girl. I wasn't very young when I arrived here, but... How old are you? In my twenties. You arrived here when you are in your teens? Yes. You're quite young. Oh, what did you do? And then Olivinia just kind of like, well, not everybody can pay their way. You're hiding secrets. That's okay. She uh, she takes the rabbit off and just starts like ripping it apart. Gets a couple pieces. Oh, it's quite hot. And then she hands the stick over to you, Bear. Eat up. <laughs> I put some special spices on it for you. Does it <laughs> smell okay? Yeah, it smells like cooked meat. All right. Yeah. Okay. Take a bite. Okay, go ahead. Sure. And so then she starts feeding uh, Cinder. So, yeah. yeah, you need to get your strength. You're going to be so strong one day. The meat is good for the bones. It is. My mother always said that milk was better for bones. Your mother, is she here as well? Oh, she is, you know, living, unfortunately. And then Lavinia kind of like stands up and turns and she like walks over to where her pack is and she starts rummaging in there and gets some of her like rations out. Okay. So after about an hour, she uh, finishes reading. I bid the two of you farewell. I must go find my missing friend and return him. Unless he gets into trouble. He's always getting into trouble. That is terrible. Where should we return him to you if we happen to find him? Oh, if you find him, I'm sure you won't be given the opportunity. (laughs) He is so very ornery. You, You have to realize. I've always been very good with ornery boys, but you know. Oh, I don't think you'll be good with this one. No. No, I don't think you will at all. Is there anything we can use to like that he doesn't like? 
Oh, it doesn't like much of anything, to be honest. Well, just angry about his lot in life. Angry about those who put him here. Angry about what happened to him. He doesn't talk much anymore, but you can sense it from him. Yes. I'm very perceptive, you'll see. Any way to get on the good side if we do mm, run into I don't think Marty has a good side. Cinder, do you think he has a good side? She leans down to listen to the skull. Now, Cinder is in significant agreement. Should you encounter him, best you quickly run away. Or not, I would relish the opportunity to get new friends as well. Well, <laughs> this has been... Uh, just a wonderful morning, but I do have work to do. And you see her get up, wipe her hands off, and uh, yeah, and she just disappears right in front of your eyes. Poof! Into <laughs> now she uh, starts wandering off to the north. All right. Well, we are definitely heading south. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. Do you, do you know the way back to Verdum from here? Lavinia, or should we just go back to the camp? Um, I do have azimuth, so I always know true mm-hmm. north, even in inclement weather, so I can take it south. So I would say that you would generally know that you are you're northeast of Verdum. You're going to pass by the mine. You can look off to the southeast because uh, it is relatively clear currently. You can see the snow has definitely stopped flurrying, but this is definitely like an eye of the storm type of situation. And you can see that the clouds are kind of coming into the East. And as you look off in that direction to kind of get your bearings, you can see a butte, maybe several miles away, maybe two hours walk or travel. And on top of it, you can see a kind of ruined structure of some kind that you would know Lavinia is most likely Fort Jaeger. Uh, but you can go ahead and make a navigation test. And then I would tell him, like, point out, like, Fort Jaeger to mm-hmm. Bear. Oh, okay, barely. You passed. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you uh, you hop on the on the road, or hop on your horses, excuse me, and you uh, you start heading back. Uh, Bear, why don't you do a quick scout test for me, since somebody else needs to do it. So just roll a stealth test at hard. No. Okay. And the two of you begin your journey back. Now, you did not travel as far as the rest of them did, so it's going to be a shorter journey for you. Uh, but it's still going to take a little time. And we will flash back over to the other group. It's about midday. You've been traveling for about four or five hours. And you're probably a third of the way back. And if you really pushed, you can probably make it by nightfall. Significant delays would certainly require some sort of camp out for the night. And as you all are traveling, Keon is just sort of pestering you guys from now and every now and then. Uh, trying to get the two, uh, the two newbies, Sophia and Erwin, to just turn on Rodina, uh, shouting at Hubert for being a, a traitor and playing up that angle. Periodically, Rodina just just hits him, muffles him. He's constantly referencing how she's got this coming and how this is she must be getting deja vu. It's just it's happening again, you know that type of thing, and. As this is occurring, you guys crest over a, a rocky hill and you're going about to go down into a decline. 
And you can see uh, there's a handful of trees up on the ridgeline with you, but then there's like a little bit of a mini valley between this kind of rocky ridge and the next. And you can see that there is a figure that's trying to climb up the ridge in your direction, kind of coming towards you, uh, probably about 100 yards away at this point. Uh, looks humanoid. Sophia will kind of, you know, elbow and make sure, you know, kind of knock on shoulders and make sure that everybody's seeing it and aware. Can we like tell like what it's wearing color wise? Uh, go ahead and roll an awareness test. And at this distance, make it challenging. I hope it's Marty. That's, that's I hope it's Marty. <laughs> that's a fail. Okay. Hard to, hard to discern anything. I'll just... The wind's uh, just kind of hitting your eyes. Yeah. Even though the snow's not up, it's just sort of hitting your eyes and it's really hard to squint too bad. Yeah. I'll just prepare in case that that's somebody that's hostile. And you see uh, Rodina kind of stare down, squinting. And she turns and she says to you, I think we found one of our missing allies. Oh, that's good. And as you say that, she's like, no, I don't think this will be good. And you see this figure coming up from below. And when he gets close, you realize that he is not wearing any clothes. Oh. Uh, he is about a little, little under six foot, very hairy man, and decently built. And you can see that his wrists have been bound, and he's got absolutely nothing on you can see that his legs are, are have been sinking into snow, and his feet, and his shins, and his and all almost all the way up to his knees are just all sorts of discolored. Um, he's got breath coming out of his his mouth, and when he gets close to you, you can you can just hear him call out the, with this horribly kind of burned, sore throat. Rodina, oh, I'm so glad to have found you. So glad. Oh. Water. Does anybody have water? Water. I'll offer him some water. And so he hastily grabs it and he starts drinking it. And then he collapses to the ground immediately afterwards. Uh, and he says, Hey, hey, Goltus. Hey, got me. The Goltinga. Uh, I have a message for you. They won't trade. They won't. That's one. And he nods in the direction of Keon. In return, they'll give back Inga. Please, could someone, uh, a cloak or spare boots or something, anything. And you can tell just by looking at him, he's losing most, if not all, of his toes. And his, he might lose a foot or two. He's, you don't know how exactly long. You guys have been traveling for like four or five hours at this point. If he's been doing the same, he's been doing it naked in the snow. I'll take that cloak that we had pulled off the tree mm. and offer it to him. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Can I, can I ride? I don't want to touch the ground anymore. Please. I'm debating doing like a scrutinize of some sort. Uh, go ahead. Routine. Crit fail. You definitely think he's he's screwing with you. He's after everything that's gone on after Keon. Like, there's no way this guy. This guy's probably in on it. <laughs> I, I mean, Keon was faking injury. I mean, this is. 
I mean, these people really believe in their cause. And I think walking around naked in the snow, I mean, they really believe in what they're doing. And I wouldn't put it past them to just walk around and lose a couple toes and say this is all worth it. So he's not getting up on my horse. We're Take uh, five corruption, by the way. Oh, oh there's a horse back there. You can ride. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's oh, dead. Oh, dude, yeah. they're dead. <laughs> all right. Wild horses. Wait, didn't you guys say Jeff had like a reputation of killing horses? Oh, yes. Oh. You have two in this game. Yeah. No, more. I got four more. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm going to keep track. <laughs> yeah, I love killing horses. Jeff's dead horses. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'll give you guys all sorts of treasure, but I'll I'll fucking kill horses. <laughs> okay. After hearing Sophia completely shut this man down that's been dragging through the snow, I was like I'll help him up instead. Do you your have, funeral. You let him do you let him under your horse? Yeah, I let him on there. Thank you. And then he just exhales like he's a balloon. And he says About a mile southward. If you look to the west. You'll see a tree. She's hanging from it. Don't worry. She's not dead. But if they cut the branch or the or the rope, she'll fall hundreds of yards. They said if you release Kian, they will let her hang until you can retrieve her. How do you feel about this, Radina? She uh, she says, we carry on. And she kind of kicks the sides of her horse and begins just trudging south. Now, she's going in the direction that he came from, but yeah. you know, Keon, unfortunately, is far too valuable a witness for we're going to have to just um, part ways with Inga. She was a good woman, but there are many good women. She may not even be hanging in a tree. He could have been totally full of it. I I agree. Let's continue. So you guys continue traveling. Yep. And not too long, you reach the point that he describes. And he has fallen asleep, this other warden, on your horse. He's just out. He's very, very cold. But you can see off to the west, high up on a ridge, perfectly vi- visible, there is a very large and very noticeable tree whose it's got to be ages old. And you can see that hanging from it is a woman. And you don't see anything else. Like you look at this distance, you don't see anybody else around her. It would take you some time to find a proper climbing route to get up to them. Uh, You would certainly need to leave the horses. You certainly need to leave your new injured warden friend. Unlikely Keon can make the climb either. So yeah, if you wanted to climb up, you could potentially do it. It would take some time. It's up to you. We came to find a witness, and that's what we've got. So I say we continue. It's what we were asked to do, and we did it. I agree. We know now that he was telling the truth, but still, I think that is our priority, getting back to the camp. You hear Kian? You hear, mate? Letting that poor woman just just sit there and die, right? Are you guys serious? She's just hanging there. We can just get her real quick. No one's here. Uh, this is this is just par for the course when it comes to Redina. Probably shouldn't have used that vernacular. They don't have golf yet. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this is just what Redina does. Oh, I'm sorry. Are there people 
other people out in the in the winter who need some help. No, don't fucking go help them. Just leave them to die. Even worse, why don't we just come out and accelerate their death? It's in your playbook, isn't it, Redina? And she's just kind of ignoring him, but you can tell she's getting very impatient and just like hits him from time to time. I'll tell you guys, you new ones. You've full, fallen in line pretty quick, I'll say. She, and he kind of motions in the direction, she didn't harm you, didn't do nothing to you. And what are you all doing? Just gonna let that woman die. Okay. Now I'll know where you stand. Good to know. Good to know. Where do you stand, Hubert? Well, of course I want to try to help her. If they take success- a moment. If they successfully do this coup, how many more people are going to die because they want to protect their friends and family but not do what they ask? It ain't you that will come and fall. Well, not yet. Uh, I'm going to go and just take a moment and see if I can cut her up. Okay. No one else. So you need to first try to find a way up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can go ahead and try an awareness test or a survival test, whichever you prefer. Uh, awareness. So standard's fine. Pass. So she is a ways up and you would basically have to do a sheer climb, but it's it's a, it's a kind of a rocky face. So there's plenty of handholds and footholds, uh, but it would certainly take you, you would guess, maybe a half an hour to climb up there. We don't want to camp out. We need to leave. Oh, poor little pirate boy just doesn't want to spend another night out in the snow. I guess that's why she has to die. I'm going to go over and I'm going to take my gun and say, you need to shut up or I'm going to use this. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. There's the true face coming out. Uh, so you're going to take five points for pointing a gun at uh, at a prisoner who's in, in bindings. Yeah, finally see the true face of these new friends of yours coming out. Just a murdering man. I'm going to take the gun and bash him upside the head. Oh, now you're just going to go ahead and bat. Oh, there we go. Let it out. Let the hate throw through you, mate. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rodina will, like, steady. It's what he wants us to do. There's no one going to back me up here. I, I can go get her right now. I'll come with you, mate. Just got to clean these up. I'll got you. Sophia will say to him as an aside, seems like a trap. Don't really want to get killed. Would prefer to go back to camp. I'm going to get back up on my horse and, and urge to start to leave. Okay. <laughs> Fucking cowards. This is what they do, man. I let people die. That's how this all started. And then Rodina will kick her horse and she'll kind of go along, Erwin and her kind of out in front, and then it's kind of up to the two of you. All right. I'll have to give it up then and just follow. It's not the right decision. But I understand it. I understand that you've, you're, you've gotten weak. It's okay. And so you guys keep going. In about 10 minutes, just as you're about to go down the, the ridge out of eyesight, you hear a woman scream and when you turn to look you can see she just falls disappears beyond view unfortunate but that proves that it was a trap no it doesn't it proves you're a fucking coward uh, a trap how we didn't make the trade or go get her and they just released her we weren't going to make the trade we were going to try and save her is what you were doing we weren't going to make the trade 
We didn't even try to save her. We just left her. There were people waiting. Of course there were people waiting. Who the fuck do you think strung her up to begin with? They were watching, and they wanted to see what kind of stuff you were made of. We know what this one is, and she nods in the direction of Radina. Now we know what you're made of. Such a big, strong man with his big fucking gun. I wonder if you're going to be so big and fucking brave when I'll get out of these fucking shackles. And at that, we will cut again. And we will come back to old Lavinia and Bear. Go ahead and roll awareness tests for me as you're moving back. Both of us? us? Yeah, both of you can do it. Standard. Yeah, you're you're not incapacitated anymore. You're good. Pass. Is that a critical success, I see? No, I barely failed. <laughs> oh, because you were looking really excited. So <laughs> you crit succeed. Uh, Lavinia, as you're traveling, you notice something kind of peculiar. Kind of cock your head a little bit as you enter into this, this little valley between these two heavy ridges. This thing's a couple hundred yards wide. And you see, partially covered in snow, this very large stone arrangement in the middle of the ground. It's got to be at least five yards tall, so 15 feet or so tall. And you look at it, and as you're passing by, and you pass, you, both you just pass by pretty quickly. It's like you, you pass by all sorts of different shards of rock here and there. It's not a big thing. But then this one catches your eye very briefly, even though the snow is covering it. Something's kind of strange about it. You look a little bit more closely and you realize this isn't just some natural formation of rock. It's some sort of crumbled structure, crumbled something. You can definitely see that there's smoothness in places that doesn't seem to make sense. You start looking at it even for it. It looks like it was maybe a statue of some kind. Yeah, stopping for Lavinia. You getting tired again? You take a breather. Look, look at that. Don't what? you think it looks like maybe statue? Oh, now that you mention it, go check it out. So as you're uh, as you're looking at it, sweeping off some of the snow, and yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's in rubble. Like it's definitely crumbled. It's not still intact. And there's there's more than enough broken rock and stone shards here and there but there's also very clear attempts at some sort of tradescraft like you can tell this like the stone craft here barrow as you start to look and you can see that you think you find like a you pretty sure there's like a hand this big hand kind of curling around something that's snapped off like it was holding something like a like like a torch or a weapon or something. It was it was part of it, but the hand is still relatively intact, and it's like twice the size of your head, so to speak. So it's fairly really large. Again, it's about a fifteen foot tall statue. And then you can, as you keep kind of uncovering it a little bit, you can see that there's some sort of feet. You can see like a it's like a sandaled, it's like an animal skin with wraps around a foot, where the leg has been snapped off just underneath the knee. And as you keep cleaning some of the snow away, this is taking a little time, actually, but it, you know, it's pretty curious. Mm. 
you've seen other things. You've seen some of the obelisk and stuff, but you haven't seen anything like this. Is this like the necklace that she found? No. And as you find this other little rubble pile, you start sweeping away and you see that there is this, looks to be like almost a half of a face kind of cut down diagonally from just above the right eye down through the jaw, cutting the nose in half. And it's fairly big. As you rotate it around, you notice one of the ears is still intact. Cheekbones still intact. And it's got a point to it that really sends a slight shudder down your spine, Lavinia, especially after your talk with Una Geis, as you realize this is almost like elvish in nature. <laughs> 